0: It's us, the broadcast with Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. My name is Colleen. My name is Amanda.
1: And I'm Shandy.
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. This is season seven, episode forty-one, episode number three hundred and eleven. Wow. Crazy.
1: Yeah, here we are. Mm
0: -hmm. Here we are. Here Um, we are for maybe
1: one of the most. I don't know the one of the episodes that I'm the most excited
0: about. I am. I am so excited. Yeah, I, right. I remember when it was like January, and we were like, in May, we're going to talk about this movie. And now I it's remember When I first
1: saw, when I first saw that it was a thing, and I was like, ah!
0: <laughs>
2: Also, and to do a little numbers thing, 311, almost 312.
1: Oh, I am 12. 11 going on ah. 12. Yes,
0: my name is Margaret. Oh my God, no. that's so great. Ah,
1: yeah. numbers! It was all
2: meant to be. This was all meant to be.
0: There we are. Oh my God. Very, very excited to talk about this movie um, and book. I waited until the last minute, of course, but I was always going to wait to the last minute. I just got very, (laughs) very lucky that I was able to see it yesterday afternoon. And then I read the book this morning. Oh my God. Well, I stayed up late last night. Actually, I stayed up till like midnight setting posts for geek dad life to go up in the morning so i would have the time the content would go up pre-scheduled and i would have i was like all right colleen you have two hours and you have to read the fuck out of this book
2: (laughs) that's amazing it's taken me five days
0: i got a Mm. lot of it done well i've also been reading a lot lately like i've tried to make sundays my reading days so i just didn't so i feel like i've gotten quicker at reading um Mm. But anyway, I got most of it done, and then I had at one point to stop to go to Costco to get gas, because now I do that during the week when there's less people. And I was like, you know what, Colin, you've got like 20, 20, 25 pages left. I'm sure you can knock this out in the gas line.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Also very, like apropos it's like what is, what is this 1970 on the gas right. line I know it
0: was Man. so funny Man. I was talking to my grandma when I pulled up more things up. change
2: the more they say the same
0: right. I was talking to my grandma when I pulled up and I was like okay grandma well I'm actually here to get gas at Costco it's 30 cents cheaper than it was a week ago also I've got to go read a book now that I'm parked she was like what and I was like don't worry about it nope
1: Not a girl, gets her period. It's
0: fine. Oh, I'm sure. My grandma was a teacher's aide for like 30 years. I'm I'm sure she, you know, in in the like. Yes, I'm sure she
2: is aware of this book. If have not read it multiple times, exactly.
0: She's read. Um, I know she's read the Summer Sisters book. I know she's read. Oh, I
2: love that book.
0: She because she had she had that out on her like like coffee table stuff. Um you know around the time when it came out for a long time and i've seen her read it so i know that she's book is definitely read
2: that book is pretty trashy
0: yeah <laughs> so?
2: a lot of sex in that book. i think that's awesome that your grandma just put it right out there on the coffee table yeah well at, you know at me folk it's judy bloom
0: i she i i'm assuming she loved it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know though but I know I know she had it though so I know she's read it I don't, I'm sure she's read other books I mean other Judy Blume books I'm sure what year did I actually meant to look up what 1970. year 1970, 1970 was it was first printed? yes, yes. okay because I know Whenever they
2: talked I've been into I like to read the uh, copyright I'm just so curious yes.
0: yeah no yeah. and it's just wild because
1: I mean thinking about what happened with abortion in that time is kind of mm. whiplash-tastic um but it's like I think this this book like it's it's still fucking relevant and that's the most amazing thing it does not feel there's one thing that's changed in the book that I can remember from the time that I read it as a kid but other than that like it is still relevant. What's the
0: thing? What's the thing that you are thinking of? Because I wonder, is the thing I'm thinking of?
1: Okay, so I remember. And again, this is my memories as a kid. Mm-hmm. I can't for the life of me remember. I think I read. Was this it the be- belts? Yes.
0: I okay, think I,
1: oh, I before I got my period. Yes. Um, And I remember the belts and I remember like, okay, so there's these like belts that you have. There's this whole like get up that you have to wear when you get your period. And then when I got my period, it was so much easier. Like you just put a pad in your underwear. And I remember being like, What the fuck? And then when I was older, being like, Oh, well, that's because it was the fucking 1970s. Shit's changed. And the book I I
0: ordered this so um Yeah, Yeah, let me, yeah, let me so in the, i have vivid memories of this too from when i first read it in middle school or whatever year it was where they actually talked about practicing with the like menstrual belts it was and like a whole thing it was like a mm. whole thing and i when when it wasn't in because i have this edition which is the one that's in the documentary actually oh, i watched man. duty bloom forever it's I, oh, very char- well, it's well, it's like- pink. <laughs> oh you oh, do man. but it's 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 really nice. It's kind of leather bound. And yeah. Like, the pages are like really thick and silky. The pages of mine are so thick too. Yeah. I was so thrown off multiple times today. Look, re- flipping pages. I kept like thinking I was had like multiple pages at once. Yeah. <laughs> and it's got like a real like diary
1: like moleskin yeah. vibe oh, too. Nice. That's
2: very nice.
1: And mine's yeah. like an in-betweener because I know it's not the original version that was published because I do remember the belt and it's not in here. But I probably got this like... 15-ish years ago and it's it's just like a normal paperback but yeah it's yeah
2: I oh, what's it? the Red copyright Red, on yours because
1: this is um yeah.
2: this is a 2014 a reprint. reprint it says yeah let me see mine. My...
1: 2014 oh let's yeah see.
2: that's let's when see. The, the updated copyright let me double check that actually before i just spout april
0: 2014 yeah. yes yeah okay so mine too mine's july it's...
1: 1986 so then I'm, which is weird because I certainly read it before 1986, or after, sorry. <laughs> I was a genius. I was,
2: reading,
0: I was reading books at three years old. But,
1: but my, I guess my library must have had like maybe the OG version. The copy
0: that I had wasn't, so they, in the documentary, they showed the original um, cover and that's not the one I had where she's like, I think like it's a cartoon figure and she's blonde. I think that's what it was. I had the one that must have been after that and it's where uh, it was very babysitters club style where she's mm. like sitting there with her mom in the front. I think I know like it's th- like this
1: I'm... kind of thing going on.
0: No. Um, I mean,
1: not this cover, but like similar style. Yeah.
2: That's, that's some sweet, sweet early nineties. Yeah. Uh, geared towards a uh, suburban uh, <laughs> preteen girls.
1: I, for listeners at home, I'm, I'm, I have showing just as long as we're together which was all one of my other favorite books by her. And yeah. It, and when you said calling, when you said babysitter club, that made me think, I mean, I, f- I think, feel like this has a babysitter club vibe to it on this cover, but this one is from 19 no copyright 1986. This one was printed in 1994. So yeah. 1990s
2: wow. okay let me I don't know if a I'm text- familiar with that one I, feel like I loved the, whole- the
1: shit out of it the- there's so yeah. many Judy Bloom books and I think there's like a lot that I haven't actually read but there's yeah. a few that I was like obsessed with and this one I used to read like every year I fucking love it
0: I just um, texted you guys the original cover that's not the one I had ah, but that's I'm the one kidding. that I believe is the original cover
1: Okay, I don't think oh, I'm going to remember man, I've never okay. seen that
0: that's very pretty I've never seen that either, and Shandy. until I saw it on the documentary, I did not remember which one I had either. I still
1: don't remember, because I didn't have a copy when I was a kid. I just checked it out of the library, so Mm. I don't remember. I remember the cover of Forever that I have, which is not this cover.
0: uh, You have Forever? (laughs) I don't have Forever. I I, I thought we had
2: very different Judy Bloom awareness levels.
0: (laughs) I just sent you the... I guess it's the 86 vintage book, which I don't know. That's not what Shandy that has. That does this,
1: look, that does look very, um.
0: Babysitter's it Club.
1: Looks, <laughs> it looks like, yeah. Oh it's man. very similar yeah. vibes.
0: That's it's the like one the that same I artist. Had. Yes. I, it must be the same it artist. It must be. Which yeah. they recently, I sent you guys the article, I think, and asked you to put in the outline for something, maybe, or. Yes. This really? sounds vaguely yes. familiar.
1: Shit. Where
0: they did an interview with the artist of the Babysitter's Club books
1: oh my gosh. Hey, how did I miss this? I did not I put it know. in the outlet. I'm sorry.
0: Not a problem at all. I just Apparently talked I about it. it either. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, there's a ton of, of, uh, book covers. I gotta go. I gotta find the one at my parents' house. I, I know it's there. Um, anyway. Okay. So, uh, funny. We all have different versions of the book <laughs> or covers, yeah. but yes. Okay. So the, I, and, I actually was thinking about this when they did not in the book, because I was like, when would they have even taken that out? And why would they have taken that out? Because
1: um, it doesn't fucking make sense to readers anymore.
0: I like, guess. I
1: think, I, think I, I do think that we should leave Margaret in the 70s, but I'm OK with that one change.
0: Yeah, I guess so. I just I couldn't remember then if it was a different book involving periods that I read. And there, I, I don't think the different one exists associated yeah. it. <laughs> so um but okay the whole section
1: back, in, uh borders of a uh, menstruation yeah, right. books right but no i can I, I i co-sign that like i specifically okay. remember I'm that so
0: and... i as soon as you said one change i was like oh my yeah. god that has to be it it's um, totally it yeah so i i i watched the whole documentary which we don't you know i'll just sprinkle it's it so in fucking good. i
1: have like a half it's an so hour good. left
0: it's but so good. As soon as it started, I, year. like,
1: almost started crying.
0: It, like, oh. I don't I, know I, had, I got very emotional in the beginning, too, especially when she's talking about when she finally got published, all the rejection and how yeah. it just made her angrier to keep yeah. going. Yeah. And I was, like, inspired. I was like, oh, my God, this documentary makes you want to go out and write a book that's going to get banned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Um, yeah.
0: But, like, okay, there is a – one of the authors so they interview a bunch of like childhood friends and and current authors of YA fiction and one of them says that um you know some of the things in the books you know they bring up at the end like how some of it's dated like all the moms are stay-at-home moms Uh um and that wouldn't be today and you Uh know uh uh Justin what's his face he says you know her book's she didn't write them to be timeless. She wrote them to yeah. be timely, yeah. and in being mm. timely, they actually ended up becoming timeless. And I yeah. loved that. Quote. Wow, that's, oh, that's really, really
2: great. that's really profound. That's really yeah, great.
0: I loved it. And I wrote it really down. I loved it so much. Yeah, yeah so yeah. That's really great. yeah like I I said,
1: the,
0: but I know you're a very busy person, Amanda. But if you, ever, I listened. I did. I was. Cli- <laughs> I was cleaning my entire downstairs of my house and then I was like trying to shower the kids and stuff and I had it in headphones so I listened to a lot of it where I'm mm-hmm. sure I missed visuals but I, I you know wasn't able to stare the, at the audio door, part is saying.
1: way more important
0: exactly think, right? yeah. yeah but it's it's great it's a great documentary it's called Judy Bloom Forever and it's on Amazon Prime perfect all right yeah I, nice I, too- I, I will check it out yeah 90 um,
1: okay so since okay. I know Colleen and I both read this as adolescents and Amanda didn't so I want to know Amanda yes
0: I want to hear what you heard have to it. say and then oh. Jake and I will talk about the kid versus adult perspective from the comparison so what did you okay. think reading it the book and then we'll talk about the movie after the book though okay
2: so in true Amanda style like couldn't get the assignment done in the correct order. She
0: finished reading it that like 18 so minutes ago, guys. And we've yeah. only been recording for 14. But so I
2: think this like <laughs> utterly worked to my favor and I think this might be the way to go into movies based on books <laughs> Oh, totally. In the future. I read because about you don't get half the book. It. Well, I read half the book.
0: Oh. Saw the movie.
1: Finished the then, book. Ah. Yeah, that's kind of what I did, actually. Be- just because of timing, but I had read yeah. it before, so it was not quite the same. But, so
0: what did you yeah. think?
2: So I think when you think about it that way, it'll, well, I mean, A, like, I think I sort of come into it sort of knowing that we were doing this as not like an assignment for this conversation, but like as background for this conversation and sort of coming into it with sort of that mindset and sort of thinking about it and sort of a grander scale. um, It was really interesting to go about it that way because sort of you had enough context going into the movie that I had the basic setup and I could start to see like immediately where they were taking the story where they were staying like true to the canon of the book Mm -hmm. and where they were modernizing it and where they were Mm -hmm. playing and adapting it to the different medium which was like sort of fun but I was still rooted in like I knew enough of the story to pick up on all that nuance and then it was sort of fun at like about 20 minutes in, it was like, oh, we're now officially mm-hmm. past where I read. <laughs> and now we're like, just like yeah. off into a movie and I can just like <laughs> enjoy it as a movie because I no uh. longer know what's going to happen. Right. And so then with all that information in mind, coming back to the book, it was really fun to see to see that fully realized of like where they took the story uh-huh. for the movie. And I sort of walked away. Well, sort of a few things. So like- sort of top line just like as a you know podcaster having a conversation about this story um i think the movie adaptation was like a really smart adaptation Mm -hmm. they knew their audience they knew Mm -hmm. exactly who was going to want to come and see this movie and they thought and they made something that they thought they that audience was going to enjoy and appreciate.
0: I didn't have so, any yeah. complaints about yeah. anything that was different. So and I know we'll talk more about that when we talk about the movie, but I, there were parts of the movie that, cause I, I wanted to read the book first and then the movie, but just didn't work out that way. But there were definitely parts of the movie that I think were, were really smart plot devices to do. Right. So I think, you know, it's like in general, when
2: you're adapting from one medium to another, like you you just have to make certain story changes just to yeah. to adjust for the medium. So like adjust from a visual medium where you're sort of losing the, you know, the writer narrator perspective. There's certain things you just have to switch to dialogue so that you get that information into mm-hmm. the story. And like, so that I think was all really smart, but just the sort of choices they made. And sort of not quite colorblind casting, but just being a little mindful of, like, how Mm -hmm. they could be a little more diverse without, Mm -hmm. like, being... um, performative about it yeah, I mean you right. know I think yeah. anytime you colorblind blind cast like it is performative it is just like okay for a modern audience like we, we want to bring in some diversity but I think there was clearly a bit of see
0: the babysitter's I, club adaptation yeah like Remember. I think there was While we're some, talking about the general
2: like thought yeah. and like real intention be t- between like how they thought about that I think right
0: like, a lot switching of it some story around yeah. yeah like
2: it just it sort of made it fun right and then to go back and read the rest of the book and sort of see like the big plot things that they sort of shifted. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, you know, I under I understand why they did that. And yeah. And but I think it's also coming into it like I I am not emotionally attached to the story. So it's like I can sort mm-hmm. of see it um, you know, in more uh like I don't know what the word I'm looking for, but like, you know, I, I'm not so attached to mm-hmm. the original text that it's sort of like, oh, that's a fun choice to like do it that way or like to bring the grandma in. You know, to have both grandparents right, right, meet right, because right, that, like, yeah. I thought that was great with yeah. the like the conflict and uh-huh, to sort of uh-huh. make the Nancy character more of like a big bad, like oh that like uh-huh. that helps the drama and like it it like it's just clever. But and then the other side of that like big reactions for me and the sort of just like personal like me as a grown ass woman going to see this movie about this book that is made for preteen girls. It's like I related to the mother and I loved how they made her a bigger character, which I think is also like intentional knowing your audience and knowing who was coming to see this movie and like making that more of a robust character. But like I did feel myself being much more relating to that character because like that's my entry point we're, the, we're this, the
0: same age as her mom, right. her mom at, this, is at this stage in, in my yeah. life
2: like i am the mother of a daughter i'm going to be there someday and it's just like man i mean i think this all the time but just like i want to be more like rachel mcadams
0: Where, <laughs> I hope you, i'm like that so when what I get did you there. think what do you think though of the book itself can you understand why like you know all of us middle schoolers back then were like, "Oh my god, we love this book!"
2: <laughs> I think so. I mean, again, like you know, I'm I'm so far r- removed, removed from, from that. that. Yeah. Like, so it is kind of hard to sort of rewind the clock and put yourself back into that time. Right. Like, how would how would me as like an eleven
1: year old? Oh, I was have...
0: I was brought because right we keep this book.
1: You know, <laughs> we I was didn't was have right anything back. like that. Yeah. yeah, and I think you know, I think I really did read this before. I got my first period, which was also before I became an atheist. And so like the whole thing of like questioning God was like, holy fucking shit, sort of like mind blowing Mm. that a kid could do that. And also that it was in a book.
0: It's crazy. They talk a lot in the documentary about how her books broke barriers and Mm. really changed the way YA fiction was written including the book Forever which was like she specifically wrote that book because books at the time that she was writing that uh, that her daughter was reading them when she was you know 16 17 18 years old books at that time if a girl had sex it always automatically either resulted in her being shamed or regretting it or getting pregnant yeah. and, you know, mm-hmm. needing to get married yeah, or needing dude, an a legal, abor- go ask need Alice. legal abortion, right? So like dying. her daughter came to her one day and she said she used to like, you know, let her, ki- her daughter, her kids read the drafts of the book. So they like, you mm-hmm. know, there was never any secrets. There was never other, like, we don't know what mommy's writing about. Like they, they always knew um, her mom actually, because she had, she would, type or handwrite things and her uh, or she would type them and then like she would give them to people to make the notes and her mom was a really good typer so her mom would type up the final drafts to send out which and, is fascinating which is fascinating because, because of certain she, books certain um, books like Demi like talks about masturbation and she said that her she had a closer relationship with her father growing up her mom was very much like we don't talk about emotions. We don't talk about private things. We don't do that. So she's like, I can't believe I had my mom read them. And she never once ever made a comment to me about
1: any of it. I know, because to me, the thing that was surprising about Dini, even more so, honestly, than the masturbation, is the relationship between the mother and the daughter and how like, wouldn't you... You know, I could like somebody like a Judy Blume, like writing that might worry that her own mother would take that as a criticism of how mm. she raised her and you know, like that that's what and her what mother kind of never said mind. a word. Yeah, no, which I think is great.
0: <laughs> which I think is crazy and great. But um, yeah. you know, because that's you know we aspire to be as parents, somebody that our kids trust enough to yeah. you know, um, but no, okay, so obviously this book is is such a first of its kind because they're Oh, oh, so just to finish the forever thing is that uh, her daughter came to her and was like, hey, mom, how do you feel about writing a book where people, where teenagers do it and they don't end up regretting it or having bad consequences where it actually ends up well for them? (laughs) Yes. And that's why she wrote that book because her daughter was like, give people my age a book where sex is portrayed as good. So yeah. she was like, you got it. I hadn't and heard of that I one mean,
2: either. Where what was? I was not reading books as <laughs> oh a my god, for our,
1: like, <laughs> I remember going to the library and because I like I read quite a few Judy Bloom books, like you know at different stages in my life. Yeah. And, and again, I was like stuck on just as long as we're together, and the sort of sequel here to Rachel Robinson for a really long time. Like I read them and reread them, and then somehow at the library again, I like fell upon Forever and took it home and was like. Holy (laughs) fucking shit.
0: Because isn't there like explicit, like, and yes, I've never read anything like it. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah. never read anything like it. It's kind of like when I was 17 or 18 and went to Itumama Tambien, and I was like, (laughs) whoa, that's the first time I've seen that on screen. (laughs) It's very similar, but just a little bit younger with Judy Bloom. And she was like, and she, you know, she's like a trusted. She's like, like, you know, I've been, been through some stuff with her, like, you know, yeah. But it, yeah, no, but it's, it's great. So. so
0: this though, like she had said, and this is one of the quotes from the documentary, which I think leads into this discussion. It was very good for our discussion is mm-hmm. she said, you know, it's good to know no matter how old you are, that other people feel the same way. 100%. And yeah. I, I have always that's like why I think sometimes on podcasts, you know, I, I'm always more open and TMI is I've always had that also kind of like had that philosophy where it's like, I don't know if you're I'm feeling it. Somebody else out there is feeling it, too. So right. let's all feel it together. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
2: We're not all so new So unique. That
0: right. There's and- someone
2: else out there that's going through what you're going through in some capacity.
0: And also the at the time that her books came out, a lot of parents were, or moms were still very much in, like, they were very religious. They were not as open about talking about periods and sex, or maybe it's just, I don't know, Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. just some parents weren't. But, like, for the people who grew up with parents who, you know, were uncomfortable broaching those subjects, or they grew up uncomfortable broaching those subjects with their parents... Um, which I was always uncomfortable about that kind of stuff. Not my sister, though. I think I've told this story where my mom was taking my middle sister, Caitlin, to dance class. And Caitlin just was, she was in, like, fifth grade. And she just started peppering her with questions about boyfriends and sex and this and that. And my mom was like, I almost crashed the fucking car. <laughs> 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 she was like, I was not expecting that. Because older one was very much not one to talk about that kind of stuff uh or to feel comfortable talking about that kind of stuff so uh, you know be careful what you wish for i guess <laughs> but you know just even because even nowadays like you know we're kind of cycles and we can go back to that but like it's important for kids to have things like that because they learn through they learn from peers they learn through literature yeah. they they yeah. They seek out things that they want to know because it's natural to be curious about it. It's kind of like when I was reading the Sweet Valley High books, that stuff was, I was reading that stuff when I was in like seventh grade, and a lot of that stuff was well over my maturity level. Like I learned what rape was because Lila Fowler, Fowler got raped. Holy what? shit. Yeah. Don't go home. I never with John. read those books. Yeah. I mean, it's I think a- I
2: read the like the the preteen version, like because there's what Sweet Valley.
0: Sweet Valley, um, uh, Sweet Valley, um, Sweet Valley Twins, junior
2: high. Yeah, there was like yeah, Sweet, Sweet Valley, Valley junior high, and high, and Sweet high. Junior high was junior the
0: Unicorn high. Club one,
2: <laughs> right? But there was Sweet like Sweet Valley, Valley Twins, yeah, I guess. yeah, and then there was Sweet Valley High it was like the same I mean, thing where there Valley. was like Goosebumps and Fierce Street. That yeah. was like I think that was more where I was. I think that's why yeah, I babysitters club I and
0: babysitter's mm-hmm. little sister, like and yeah. yeah, like they all they all had different levels of, of maturity, and then Sweet Valley University, like um, oh my god, was there Man, was, so, like, i have like, I have, like, just, like almost give it up huh i have T-Valley a whole bunch of them in my bookshelf right now but no valley crisis like, that, that talked about stuff program. but like even two <laughs> valley university when i was older and reading those that talked about stuff like um unprotected sex and you know needing abortion uh, maybe one of them either needed an abortion or uh, it was like like rizzo in greece where you're like why uh-huh. is she so concerned that she's late like
2: Hmm. Oh
0: you No, know, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like this kind of st- stuff is important to be out there. And yes, well, the rape, and, the yeah. sweet belly rape book. My mom actually did look at that book. one. And I don't know if she was raped or he like attempted to rape her, but like my mom actually did look through that one was like, I would feel comfortable if you could maybe wait until you were a little older to read this book. So then I would just go to the library and mm. I would read the book in the library in between the shelves. Nice. Just like put we're it uh inside f- of yeah. a bigger book and no one Yeah, knows. there you go. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, um are you there got a margaret Uh um,
1: Well, and I think like it's uh important for, you know, kids whose parents don't explain these things, but even if your parents do, like to be able, you know, it's like about representation and seeing yourself represented and like what you're saying of like just to be able to relate to another kid even if it's a you know fictitious kid to be like okay you know because i think you know your mom telling you what it was like when she got her period it's great but maybe different than than what it's like if your friend is telling you yes exactly like, this is what to this is what happened to me and this mm-hmm. is how it happened yeah yeah
0: it's so amanda you were mentioning the mom in the movie before but i as one of the big key differences I had reading it this time around was I read the mom in a totally different light I remember Mm -hmm. the mom in my 10 year old 12 year old brain being different like I just maybe I just applied because when you know you apply your own life experiences Mm -hmm. to things maybe I applied my own mom's like tone or personality or whatever to that mom where now I had a much just different Like wait, I was like, oh, the mom is not in it that much. She's, you know, she is harmless. She's not just, you know, a mom. You know what I mean? Not harmless, but like, she's a minor character. I remember the mom being a much bigger character in the book when I was younger, where she's clearly not as big of a character in the actual book
2: now. And I think that's, that's kind of the brilliant. I mean, there's lots of brilliant parts of the writing, but I think that's one of the brilliant parts of the structure of the book is that like. Judy Bloom does such a good job of just getting into the preteen mindset that, like, yeah, a preteen girl wouldn't be that like
0: mm-hmm.
2: aware of like her parents' personality. Like, you know, they're, they're right, your parents. Right, right. They're you know, they're your mom. They're letting make you dinner, and they're there, and they're just you know, they're and there with you them, and and then occasionally them for granted because like they're you know, like if you have a great.
1: Family yeah. structure—you take your parents yes. for granted, like that's totally. Just... And then, and you get, and you get like embarrassed when you have to ask if you can mm-hmm. go buy a bra. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I, so, so, like, I like I, how the I character
2: remember. is so like one note because then it's yeah. like the reader can apply like their own relationship to their parent, parental figure to it. So it's like that relationship morphs. Like, yeah, I imagine as you read it in different stages of your life, and can kind of shade in what she the outline she drew for you. Yeah. If that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always kind of thought Nancy was like, you know, a snobby kind of whatever. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I mm-hmm. did like that in the end of the movie they ended up she and um Janie, is that her Janie. name? Janie. Janie ended up being friends with Laura. I
2: liked that too. I was kind of bummed
0: when that wasn't in the book. I was like, oh, that felt really authentic to the
1: story. Like I couldn't like,
0: remember if yeah. it was in the book or not. Yeah, I, You know what? I, I
1: I kind of feel like, so I enjoyed it in the book. I thought that was a really fun change. I'm mm-hmm. uh, sorry, in the movie. Um, yeah. yeah. And I feel like, especially like sort of like revisiting some of Judy Bloom's other stuff in what I did see of the documentary. It's sort of like, to me, it's like that kind of makes sense because that's sort of, although I like it, I like what they did with the movie, but it sort of ties it up in a with a nicer bow and gives some resolution to the whole conflict,
0: mm. you know, with, with
1: her yeah. in a way that is very, like, movie. And in Judy Bloom's books, sometimes things don't resolve. And that's kind of life sometimes. So yeah. I can see it from
2: both yeah. perspectives
1: and I can appreciate both. That's yeah. a good point.
0: That's
2: a really good point.
0: When they talk about that in the documentary too, like the book Blubber, which I'm yeah. pretty sure I read, but I don't really remember it very really mm. well. I, I don't, well. It, I don't it. think I
2: read it, but I do actually like remember it being a yeah. book that existed. Yeah. For
0: anybody that isn't familiar, the, the plot of the book is a girl who gets bullied over her weight. It doesn't have a happy ending because in the end, doesn't she, she ends up kind of becoming a bit of a bully herself. Yeah. And the it left a lot of People feeling a little like kids, feeling unnerved because the moral of the story, it, it wasn't like you know she stood up to her bullies and then everyone was nice to her. The moral of the story was, don't be a dickhead to people, like, yeah. Yeah. And and like other, don't even, like you know just and don't be an which, innocent bystander because even the exactly. people that are there laughing at the bullies, you're just as you're just as bad even you're mm-hmm. not saying anything. So you know, kind of had a I really the like brilliance of Judy
1: Bloom though too is to not sort of like hit you over the head with, like, and now we're at the part of the book with the moral, yeah. you know, which is, like, so American, real. usually, and... Yeah. yeah,
2: It's real, you know? Teenage... Adolescence is messy. It is. Yes.
1: And <laughs> you can give them... <laughs> in so many ways. Literally, figuratively, like, yes. all the ways. Yeah. You can, they can They can handle nuance. As adults, we should be able to handle nuance. You know, we, yeah. it's, like, less and less in our society, but, like, that's life, and kids mm-hmm. can also handle that and come to their own conclusions, which I, I really appreciate.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. She, you know, she treated, point. she treated kids with the same respect she would treat adult writers. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was very much brought back during the movie and the book to how I felt at the time period in which I did read that book. Like, mm. I was embarrassed to get a bra. I didn't want to wear a bra. I, I mean, once I started wearing bras, I started my lifelong tradition of taking it off as soon as I got home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that for a very long time. I was fine with, I was fine with wearing a bra. I specifically remember when my boobs started growing just a little bit. Like, you know, when you just have like that, like hard spot, like right in your nipple. Yeah. Right. I specifically remember feeling that for the first time. It,
0: I, I don't remember, remember. that. Oh, yeah. I remember.
1: Cause it was like, all of a sudden I was like, what is like, this kind of hurts and yeah like the the period stuff yeah i didn't mind the bra but the periods of and I, I remember like the all the anxiety of like when are you gonna get your first period you know you like go to middle school and it's like what if you're at school like what you know so many things that could happen i have like the best first period possible because i was at it's, it took me like was,
0: margaret did kind of yeah
1: actually very much the same um Well, very similar in any case. I was at home sick that day. And my mom was at home with me. So we were the only two people at home. And now with my adult brain, I'm like, oh, I wasn't sick. I had PMS. I probably had cramps. Like I probably felt like shit just because my period was coming.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. And
1: so, but so I was at home and it was just the two of us. And I went to the bathroom. and was like, oh, I'm having my period.
0: Thank God I'm home alone with my mom. (laughs) I believe I was in eighth grade. I was like 14. I was late. I was early. I was...
1: I was technically still 11, not quite 12, a couple months away from 12. Gotcha. Too many hormones and too many milk.
0: I was, you know, my better. sisters, my sisters subsequently got theirs earlier.
1: Earlier? Yeah. Yeah. I
0: think but, I was uh, older. me starting late. That's one of the things my mom said when I, at Easter, I was like, Am I going through menopause, early menopause? I'm getting my period every two weeks. And she was like, No, you started your period too late. <laughs> like, <laughs> is that a thing? Is that, is that a thing? <laughs> I don't know.
2: I don't know if that makes a difference. No, I do- I'm no
1: doctor. It's not like working towards retirement where you have to work a certain number of years. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, it's wouldn't not, it be amazing? you're not too late for
0: it to start now. Yeah, and so I was like,, like uh, oh, you're, you're gonna
2: have to work a few extra years They cut off.
0: Um no, but uh, it was I remember I it wasn't such a big deal to me getting it that late but i had feelings when my sisters subsequently got theirs earlier i don't remember the exact I, i'm kind of blanking on the exact years that they were used to
1: like help them to sync up maybe maybe yeah, i did
0: it's possible um, pulled it out of them but now i i'm pretty i'm i i know i know my middle sister got hers at an earlier age than i got mine and i'm pretty sure my youngest sister also got hers although i was I was older at the time and not paying so much attention, just, you know. Yeah, yeah. But um, my bigger thing wasn't my period. My bigger thing was being able to shave my legs. That was Uh, the thing. Not the bra, not the period. I am Italian. I am fucking hairy. I just could not wait to be able to shave my legs.
1: (laughs) I do remember, like, my aunt uh, saying... Or maybe it was my mom, I can't remember, but just kind of being like, you know, once you start, like, then you're just shaving for the rest of your life, which technically is not true. You can stop anytime you want, but, but yeah, it, and they were kind of like, why do you want to start now? I think I got a razor, but I got an electric razor. That's what, the, that's what my mom got me. So I wouldn't, oh. so, I, so I wouldn't wow, like you're fancy.
0: Well, yeah. I mean,
1: it doesn't actually clean, clean, clean shave you. So, I you don't know, know if you I know.
0: Ever used it? No, it's not. It's
1: it's super not worth it. Don't get it. It's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. It seems a little. I scary. won't start
0: now. I've it's not this scary. It's, yeah. I
1: think there were there were concerns about me cutting myself for whatever reason, but yeah, oh,
0: which yeah, I big
1: yeah. I still anyway. have a scar on my
2: ankle. Like I I took a good like oh. five inches. Oh yeah. Five. Oh, wrong It was like a real. Because it's like my mom would use like the disposable razor. So that's then what I used And those things. I still you know, use the like
0: disposable ones. I really you know, like the ones they are a little risky. Yeah. I, I really like the ones that they've changed names now, but it used to be like named after like Twilight characters. One was like <laughs> Bella. <laughs> no, it, it, there was one was like that's Bella awesome. and I can't remember the other one, but it was like literally like named after Twilight characters and I think I just got it because it was on sale. I needed something. And I was like, oh, I really like these. And they've since changed names, but I get the same one still. And it's been like 15 years. So. That's
1: really funny. Because if they name really like them after that. any of the vampires, I don't It's like it draws blood. Like, I don't oh, think that's oh, what you want to oh, be saying God. about your razors. Yeah. But
0: uh, Oh, fun yeah. fact, guys. Amanda and I used to have shave your legs parties in college. Yeah, from <laughs> I got that from summer
1: camp. Was like we did. Thing.
0: We would sit there with the shaving cream over the the bathroom sinks in the communal mm. bathrooms. Yep.
1: Did, Amanda, did you go to summer camp similar to what little Margaret went to? No, it was just one one week a,
2: a summer. We couldn't afford a full a full summer camp. Did you didn't have a US grandma for your. <laughs> no, it did not have a wealthy. Oh. We did, we did not, did have not wealthy, have... wealthy
1: grandparents. Yeah, I I always wanted to go to like a week one camp. We had a uh, we had these like in town half day camps that were free. So right. that's what we did. It wasn't really camp, doesn't count. Yeah. I uh...
2: you know it was a very sullen teen. It was kind of a, uh, you know, yeah, our version of mental health and go into the woods for a week. Yeah. Try and right, be less
1: that calm. always seemed so fun
2: yeah yeah. it was um, a very meaningful part of my adolescence and then into my adult life it's yeah mm. I would I went back and counseled for a long time I think oh, free podcast indeed. I think yeah I think I, I I don't think there was any overlap
0: between I don't them. think so either yeah um, um. okay uh, so uh, any last thoughts on the book and I'm sure we'll bring more about the book into the movie as it, as it naturally comes up um, but any last thoughts though about the just specifically pertaining to the book and um, how awesome these pages are because they really, <laughs> they really
1: are. They, no, they really are. I do have to say one thing, maybe if I can. I do love Judy Bloom, but one criticism I can offer is that there is, and I think it's partially due to the times, but um, a preoccupation with weight that really mm. goes through kind of like all of her books that I can think of off the top of my I head. I wonder
0: if your edition is different because. Uh, Amanda did you notice in ours anything really it's just mentioned
1: it's yeah you know okay and um like and one of the friends has to stop doing something because she gained too much weight her yeah I just read that
2: there's like like something something about like like, here and there
1: um and just as long as we're together I remember specifically she's like Depressed at one point and she's eating a lot and she's gaining weight, and everyone's commenting on it. And she has to like try to lose the weight.
0: Right. And she like
1: gets the flu, and that's how she like loses the weight, and everyone's super happy. I'm like, wow, that's not really, you know. And even in the okay. even even in the um the special, the Judy Bloom Forever, her one of her friends when she first comes on and is it's like a childhood yeah. friend, and she's talking about her and she lists off her qualities, and she she says that she was so skinny. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, it's it's very... I must have missed that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's probably something that was passed down to her from her mother, and it was the time, and it was, you know, and she, yeah. she is, like, objectively very very thin, but, like...
0: Yeah. And 83! Yeah, oh no, my God, she's, she's... She's 83, <laughs> my she my talks goodness. about it. Her she's dad, a total badass,
1: his, but... Her dad and but, his yeah. family
0: yeah. all died young of um, yeah. heart, heart problems attacks. or something, yeah. Yeah. and yeah she part of the reasons why she wrote so much was she wanted to get all the thoughts um, and ideas out of her before she died. Cause she thought she was going to die young like them.
2: Oh my God. Yeah. That's pretty intense. Yeah, also have the record known
0: that I just killed a fly on my it landed on my arm and I have never actually hit one and actually killed it. So I'm uh, feeling a little <laughs> awesome. well accomplished. Yeah.
2: There's been some like fruit flies <laughs> that have been kind of circling. Cause there's like a hole in this, um, the screen in this window over here, so I've gotten ah, very good at that. Uh, it's, like, I'll be here during, like, work meetings, and I'm, like,
0: Yeah, Jake can, like, catch them. I'm, yeah, like, I'm, like, oh, my gosh!
2: I'm sure my coworkers are, like, is she, like, flamenco me- dancing? Like, what is she doing <laughs> over there? Like,
0: <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so sorry. I'm sorry to tend to us. Um, yeah, the weight thing is is a little...
1: The weight thing, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, definitely, it's, like, very white. Like, that's it's, yeah. kind of yeah yeah i suppose goes without saying although i do i remember for a very long time like for a very long time never really like knowing like what her religious background was um and i remember like wondering if she was jewish because jewish characters do tend to show up in her books like fairly regularly which Mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't have to mean that she's jewish obviously um but she said in the in the, the documentary that, yeah, that, she yeah, that her family's Jewish. So was like, oh, okay, mystery, mystery solved.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, also just the themes, like the religious themes, which I guess we should talk about, are just as important, I think, as the preteen girl stuff. Totally. Mm. Like that's actually, when you think about how she wrote this book in the late 60s, Mm-hmm. While living being a suburban housewife who wanted a career and didn't want to be a suburban housewife and which because you know that her neighborhood was probably like everybody either joins the Y or the Community yeah. Center. Right, yeah. right. And just to think that she put that out there, that's that's something that is like so incredibly like powerful in a mm-hmm. way. Yeah. Uh because I think that her idea that God is for everyone Mm -hmm. is actually really great because whatever deity you believe in, that's, that's a, I've always thought this is that's a personal relationship between you and whatever God or gods or whatever it should be. And to like have somebody that young, like put it out there in an era where people still went to church all the time or temple all the time. Like it's, it's, I feel like that's even ballsier to write about somebody questioning religion, especially a character that has no religion questioning religion. I feel like that's even ballsier to put out there than even like the period stuff. Mm,
1: Definitely. And there is the one other thing that I'm I'm like 99% sure of this very small change. Mm -hmm. But maybe somebody who listened and read closer than me, who's listening to this episode, or maybe you guys. Can either confirm this or not. But I remember in the book when she's like, I looked for you a temple, I looked for you at church, blah, blah, blah,
0: Oh, and she says And she
1: says, Why is I it did- that I, I I can only feel you when I'm alone? That's yeah. that's how it's sort of phrased in the book. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm 99 percent sure that they she says the phrasing. but in the movie, yeah, she in, the said, movie yeah. in the movie she's she basically says, Why do I just feel like I'm alone? Or it's just me. It's sort of changed a little bit to be even but she, more she also, atheist.
0: She also says the quote, "How why is it that I only feel you when I'm alone? She does say that in the movie. She but does. then I feel like
1: there's this part where she says specifically, like maybe, I can't remember how she says there, it, but the, yeah, the idea there, behind it is maybe God doesn't exist, maybe it's just me. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. That that and is a separate, is- yeah, that, okay. that is a scene. And that's not, And that, that wording is not in the book, correct? I don't believe it is, No which i thought no, that she, was and then even yeah. in the movie she comes back around because at the very end she you know still like goes back to talking to god but i thought that was really powerful and um i couldn't mm-hmm. i couldn't remember whether it was in the book or not like it it stuck out to me when i was at the movie and I, when i was at the movie i hadn't gotten to that part of the book yet so then gotcha. we back yeah. to the book i think amanda you're onto something with this like out of order
2: or like (laughs) I think I'm gonna do it this way moving forward I I
3: really I noticed
1: certain I noticed things that I I didn't think anything of it because I had read the book before but now that we're talking about it it's like yeah Yeah. I noticed certain things on the reread that I may not have if I had done it both in like one fell swoop
2: yeah but it's like to yeah to continue on that thought a little bit it's just like I very much appreciate this like non-judgmental sort of way it's framed of like just this questioning, which is just a very natural thing, whether you come down yeah. on the side of ultimately sticking with your religion or finding, redefining religion for yourself or deciding like, it's not for you at all. Like, I think questioning it at yeah. some point in your adolescence At this is age, universal. I think. It's yeah. universal. I think it whether you yeah. admit it to yourself or not. not I think yeah. everybody has a little bit of questioning and a little bit of doubt. And it's like very nice that there is a safe, non-judgmental space where uh, you can kind of explore that. And like I yeah. think that's
1: really lovely. Well, and and I don't think that it like necessarily obviously everyone's different. It's not always at like 11, 12 years old. But there's something about that age. I think it's often 11, 12 years old. It was for me,
3: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and I mean, you can think about like that's kind of when like Christians do communion. That's also kind of the age where Jewish kids do their bar mitzvahs. Like there's there is something very special about that age, and and the the questioning, and then either coming down on the side of like reaffirming or doing something different and doesn't mean that the rest of your life is going to be like that either but i i, I do think there's something very special about that age for that or yeah. just say
2: everything i think you're just starting to become more aware of the world around you so uh-huh. you just start to question, question every everything
1: yeah you're becoming a little like a little tiny version of what you'll become as an adult yeah it's like you yeah. yeah you're starting Still to have it. your own independent <laughs> thoughts exactly. like for real yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: i like the use of with the religion i like that she talks to god instead of it being like a plot thing where she's like writing in a diary
2: yeah it's yeah. a fun twist and a very common trope particularly yes. in yes. like ya
0: uh-huh. books
2: Yes, of just like the first person narration through like letters to someone or a diary yeah, Exactly. And, like, Which i this. love me a little an bit.
1: epistolary novel don't get me wrong is that what <laughs> yes.
2: that's called what a word
1: yes. what, what a word, word. <laughs> <laughs> I love that genre but I agree it's it's a nice twist and I just it's, love that in the end because you know you're kind of you're kind of waiting like what's she gonna choose is she gonna be Jewish is she gonna be Christian is she gonna be Catholic and she doesn't choose and that's great
0: yep and that's actually probably more realistic than mm-hmm. her choosing yeah yep.
1: Yeah, it would 100%. be
0: it it would it's not
1: that it would be device but it She could have chosen and people could still like it. But I just love that it just leaves it open of like, first of all, you don't have to choose. Second of all, this is maybe something that will evolve throughout your life. Third of all, there's different ways of being. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to be in this box or that box. It can just, it can, it can be a, you know, a non-box.
0: And it's also made pretty clear that her search for religion isn't that she wants to find a faith. It's because she has a faith. I mean, she talks to God. Right, right it's that yeah. like she wants to fit in fit with everybody in. else yeah. and then yeah, realizes yeah. that she can still fit in and doesn't have to go to the y or the community center yeah yeah so um okay as far as the movie goes um i think we all liked it safe to say I
1: loved it so much and, and i want to <laughs> i want to report so i um i had just assumed and this is why i never make assumptions okay I, <laughs> I had just assumed that like i would be doing this movie solo like Frank is very cool and open-minded but I just like for whatever reason I was like 12 year old girl gets her period like I just sort of assumed that he wouldn't be interested.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah which no, is, I get
1: which is yeah. bad on me. I showed him the trailer and he was like no that looks cool like let's go let's go watch and he really really liked it and he said cool. he like got emotional at the end when she got her period with her mom and stuff and I mean he doesn't Frank doesn't cry at movies like he's not I don't know if he actually cried, but he did say he got, you know, a little teary eyed. He was, he was emotional. Um, so just saying like.
0: I cried. Oh, yes.
1: i yes. Yes.
0: I cried and I didn't even want my period. I was just so happy for her at the end. But like, um, as I was, like, I was wiping my, so the, I'm used to the Marvel movies where like, you know, you've got like 15 minutes of credits to like wipe your eyes, but like the lights went up right away. <laughs> so there was like tears so I'm like wiping my eyes and I'm walking down the aisle and like I'm still teary-eyed and it was me this uh, older gentleman uh who was just there eating his popcorn and watching the movie by himself at the other end of the row and then like all the other rows were you know filled up with like five six people uh good three or four rows though so there was a, mm-hmm. it was probably a good 30 people in the movie with me um and it was just like oh like you know old ladies <laughs> And one of them, like, looks at me as I'm walking down, and I'm like, I have tears. And she just goes, it was a nice movie, dear. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm not getting camaraderie from this old lady. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, funny. She's probably thinking like, just wait until you don't get your period anymore. Then you can really live life.
1: <laughs> Freedom. After the hot flashes <laughs> subside.
0: <laughs> Once you get through that. Um I just thought that that was so funny. I was like, all right, well, bye. Oh, um, thanks. We had different experiences in the same room. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> Um, I liked that the movie was still set in the 60s. Yes.
1: 1970.
0: 1970. 1970. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I like yeah. that it was still set in that time period. I don't think I would have liked it if they had made no. it like, Are You There, God It's Me, Margaret, taking place in 2023. Yeah, no. Yeah, no. I, think that, yeah. Um,
2: I think that sort of thing, when something is just so beloved,
0: uh-huh. you and
2: really time, like, can't. Don't with it, yeah. You can't muck with it that much. You really have to like be very intentional with like Delineations from the text.
0: Yeah. yeah. Although I guess if you give it a few years, you could technically set it in Florida in like 2025, and it would be like the same, <laughs> same setting.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that I think it's that not wrong of, though. It's not wrong. Yeah. No, but it kind of goes back to what they were saying about how it's supposed to be of time, and that's yeah. how it became timeless. Yeah. And also, I I read because I read a couple of articles in like the New York times, whatever, um, NPR, probably one of them said, had some interview with, um, with Judy Bloom, And she mentioned that, you know, people like wanted to see Margaret, like, you know, go through menopause or, you know, do these other stages in her life. And she was like, no, Margaret it will always be 12. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's 12. And she's,
0: and she says at not- the end of the documentary that she's, she's done writing long books because She's at the point of her life now where she wants to go outside and see the world and, like, you know, experience life because she takes her like years to write these yeah. books so. yeah. Yeah, and I'm like respect. She's made
1: her contribution <laughs> yeah. to the American yeah. literary canon.
0: I think she, especially at 83, like you could be done. Yeah. You could yeah. be done. The the yeah. woman owns a bookstore in Key yeah. West, Florida, that sells banned books. Like so I know, much.
2: I love that about
0: her. She's such know. a badass. Like yeah. Amanda, I hope you do eventually get a chance to watch a documentary because she's. Such I, I a really badass.
2: will. I really, really will. <laughs>
0: But no, I I love I love the movie. I think going back to talking about Rachel McAdams, I don't know if I would have cast her like twelve year old Colleen thinking back, not rereading the book would have cast her, but she's perfect. I mean, she she's, no, so she's good. great.
2: She's also isn't she's like forty seven, and she just looks like she's twenty eight. Wow. No, she, like it's just infinitely youthful. Like she's four, def- but yeah, wow. But like well into her forties, and like looks so young. Yeah. God, that Regina good George is
0: 44.
2: Yeah. Crazy. That's wild.
1: Because she was that like 28.
2: Wild. She was like practically, she was almost 30 when she was in Mean Girls. <laughs> like, it just uh, amazingly, uh, like, so far uh, removed from being a teenager.
0: But like. Okay, she, she had to have been like 24. Mean Girls came out in 2020. In, in, I don't know. In, if she was 2004. Very, I feel
2: like she was very old when Mean Girls came well, I mean, out. Definitely not.
1: Yeah.
0: She's several years older than Lindsay Lohan, but. Um, that's all I kept thinking. It was like, oh my God, she's a cool mom. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. She's a cool mom. Love the journey that she went on. Mm. Um, that was fun. I loved
0: her I relationship
1: liked... with her husband. It's like really yeah, nice. Sister. And again, like they were. Herb. Like very, uh, fairly equal partners without, without like, you know, stuffing it down her throat.
0: Which is, in the book, it kind of makes them equal partners too. Yeah. 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 yeah there's yeah, there's, t-
1: there's no,
2: like probably. more conflict, I think. In the book, especially when it comes to like her Barbara's parents. parents, yeah, there's much more conflict and less of a like equal partnership than I think they did in the movie. Like, I think they really explored that relationship mm-hmm. and like intentionally wanted to make them more of like
0: I agree, like equal but partners or just
2: play that up and
0: like yeah, I agree. But they also in the book go out of their way to mention how mom can talk dad into doing anything like buying the car. And mm-hmm. um, she actually, like, pleads with them, like, please understand where I'm coming from. Mm-hmm. And then Margaret and the dead both are, like, you know, give her a hug and are, like, okay, we'll, we'll make this work for you or whatever. We'll accept yeah. that it's going to happen.
1: I think, like, for, for again, the year 1970, you know. I and think. you
0: can tell in the documentary when they – that when she's starting to talk about how like she hated being a housewife, like she loved having kids, but hated being a housewife. And yeah. I was like, Oh, this is going to end with her getting divorced. And then she got divorced. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I can see that. Okay. She doesn't really hide her feelings about her first husband.
1: What blew my fucking mind is that. What? So, and they were married when she started having like all of the success. And she said, she doesn't think he ever read one of her books.
0: I and know that's nuts. It's like, it's like, get out of here. Yeah. Oh, she did.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes. We'll take Damn. all this publishing money with me.
1: Yep. hmm Um back in that true. day, I'm sure alimony didn't go both ways. Oh, so no, I'm sure it take didn't. it all yeah. and leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, and just the 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 stuff that she faced as a writer for the subject matter, especially as the eighties hit, she talks about the turning yes. point. Being the election of reagan and I how reagan. Right. how once the conservatives took over that's when she got like one day she got like 700 death threats because no. she had made it known that she was in support of planned parenthood and she was constantly scared at book signings that somebody was going to come up and shoot her and I'm like, oh, girl, you're lucky that Republicans had another 10 years before they removed, or 20 I years before they right. removed the assault. The NRA weapons. wasn't like, that still-
2: involved in in politics just right. yet. But she yeah. must have
1: had some serious fucking whiplash in 2016.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, she's, and she, you know, she's, I guess maybe, I don't know if she's the original like queen of banned books, but like she's certainly up there in like the royal court of people who've had books banned. It's, it's
1: not just one and it's not just two.
0: It's Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, where she had like actual like f- she was on crossfire arguing with um, yeah, Patty Cannon, Cannon. <sighs> and yeah. she kept being like you're cherry picking it, you're misrepresenting. the basically she basically said like you're taking things out of context, you're trying to scare parents. And, like, you're taking, like, small little things and not looking at the bigger aspect of the book. And her last book with... Uh, was it Bradbury Books or whatever? Her last book with them was the one where she uses the word fucking one time. Wow. And Close she had throat. to actually have this whole conversation with her editor. And he was like, if you leave the word fucking in, book clubs aren't going to read it. And... Like it's gonna be a thing, and she actually like, you know, had heart to heart with her, uh, with her kids and um, whoever else, like being like, should I change the word? Should I just make it frickin'? Should I just take it out? And then at the end, she was like, you know what? Your kids are out there on the playground saying "fucking, fucking, fucking." It's uh-huh. okay if they mm-hmm. read this one word. And the character felt so upset in that moment uh-huh. that he did the natural thing, which is to use drop an f bomb. So I'm keeping it in. Nice. She's such a badass. She's um, such a badass. She
1: one of the one of the things because I I saw that part with Pat Buchanan, and he was trying to say, you know. Like a Dini is a book about masturbation. And she's like, no, Dini is a book about a girl with scoliosis. And then he keeps going. And at one point she's like, are you you hung up on masturbation?
0: (laughs) (laughs) And thus began a lifelong. (laughs) A decades long obsession that the right has with people touching themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It sure bothers them what other people do in private. The don't shut sure on me party mm-hmm, is real yeah. mad if you uh, make yourself yeah. come. Well, um, and I do like
1: I remember reading Deenie for the first time. I don't know if I've read it more than once, but I remember being like an, a young, you know, like a tween or what, how old I was when I read it. And I do remember that line because it's she doesn't dwell on it. It's just like a line.
0: It's how like, the book touch myself in my special N.A. place. N.A.
1: And then it yeah, and then it and then it goes on. And I remember that sort of like in my young brain being like, wait, is that, did she just, is that what we're talking about? But then the story goes on and you just yeah. keep going on and, you know.
0: Yeah. And now thinking
1: back, it's like, wow, that's like fucking revolutionary.
0: Well, there was a list, there was uh, yesterday or within the last few days. Um, so, you know how Ron DeSantis used uh, a study that had a list of recommended books to be banned behind his like, don't say gay and like um You know, his little authoritarian takeover of Florida. And the list of books finally, like the report came out, and it's wild, some of the books that are in there. It's like, a book um, on different cultures and how they live. And one picture, wow one picture is of a tribe in a, or an African village of some sort. And there's the buttocks of a little like two-year-old kid and they wow. deemed it pornography. And that's why it's on the list. And uh, there's another book where a character is taking a bath in an illustration and that's pornography. So it was a, it's like, crazy. the right wing
1: doesn't understand the difference between nudity and pornography, and what that indicates to me is that they are all jacking off at things that it's always should be inoffensive. It's <laughs> always
0: projection! Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> because I see a little kid's two-year-old bare bottom because he's running around without a diaper, and... That's yeah, like life, uh, uh, and there's natural, n- it's, it's just, it's nature, no, it's just it has life. No connection to anything whatsoever sexual, but they yeah. are the ones that are making that connection for them right. in their own minds because yes, they're fucking I sickos.
0: I guarantee you, if, if a fifth grader is going to see, and they're it's not even a fifth grader, but like let's just say a fifth grader sees a, a naked butt of a two year old or a three year old, you know what they're going to do? They're going to laugh. They're, yes, that's it. Then you're like, 100%. ooh, but, 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 ooh, uh-huh. like, they're not gonna be like, oh, this is trying to sexualize me. Like, exactly. what are you doing?
1: Yeah,
0: it's all the dumb. It's always dumbest stuff. But it's crazy though, just the way that um everything like is just a giant cycle.
1: Yep,
2: yep. We no. never move too far away.
0: No, mm-hmm. which is very disheartening to be honest. Um, but is. the movie anyway. Yeah, yeah. The I thought that the actress that played Margaret herself was phenomenal.
1: So good. All Rachel. the kids were great. I mean, seriously, yeah. everyone. They were was all great. Wonderful. Yeah.
0: Nancy Wheeler was exactly how I always wanted yes. her to be. Exactly.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. They, oh, did you notice another little difference?
0: Um, is
1: that in the book they had like the same sort of like suburban cookie cutter house? Oh, but and in she the
3: said, movie, "I live in the a bigger,
0: bigger house." house. Yeah, great.
3: Yeah. yeah,
0: which I felt like you know that was. I reread. Too. I reread her introduction part to, like, once it got to the point where she said, oh, she lived in a house that looked like mine. I was like, wait a second. Does she not yeah. say that line? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I thought um, that was a good change, too. That was fun. Yeah.
2: But it's like, I, I like how they sort of found coloring and, like... Beefed up these characters by like finding little details in the book, like the little thing yeah. about not picking out the furniture and how like that uh-huh. became a much yes. bigger plot point yes, into developing yes. the mother character in the film, and it's uh-huh. like that came from the source text, like it totally. was there. Yeah, and it just you know like just finding those little mo- like it was just very clever. Like it yeah, sort yeah. of you could tell that there was a lot of love and like reverence for the story yeah. and sort of the development of the movie. Like it wasn't Order. just like, hey, like reboots and like yeah. making movies out of books is really popular. Like yeah. this was a really popular book. Let's just do it for the money grab. Uh-huh. Like clearly it yeah, was yeah, really yeah. um
0: I wonder it was how much love
2: and you, you felt no. it. I
0: totally. should have looked at looked at this beforehand, but I wonder how much Judy Bloom consulted bo- could oh! I did you guys it. see her? Cameo? Yeah. Did you catch the cameo? Yeah. Yes, I did. She Not was really, walking by like, the neighbor or something,
1: asleep. right? Yes. yes. And I like, I like hit for. Her. I was like, that's that's Judy. I was like, okay. Like, I who I, did I you forgot to mention that's that. Awesome.
0: Yes. I was like, oh my god, she was on. <laughs> screen for like all like I took
1: some notes. I forgot to even look at my very notes like um, down, was but...
2: it Stan Lee in like the Marvel movie? It was, it did remind me of it. It was, like, it was a, a great sort of homage to that, like just kind of dropped her in. And if you knew what you were looking for, which like, yep. let's be real, like everybody in that audience knew what they were looking everybody for. Everybody knew what they were <laughs> looking for. <laughs> yeah.
0: Did you guys That's like great. that they changed the storyline that Margaret learned about her grandparents in real time? Versus in the book, she knew about it ahead of time. She already
1: knew about it, yeah. I mean, it it definitely added to the drama. And I also don't quite
2: know how you would have, because again, like the sort of narration of the book, I like how they really sort of kept those sort of voiceover moments within the movie of just when she's talking to God.
0: So I, I love think, that they were all word for word from the text too.
2: Yeah, and I I do love when you just sort of dropped in like yeah, the actual like dialogue from the book. But yeah, I think like that sort of to make that storyline work, I think they had to tell it that way. Like I, I don't do I don't know how they would have done it otherwise and I I, I think know. it also gave that really lovely moment for Rachel McAdams when they're sort of talking about it at like the kitchen, the dining table and like writing the letters. It just like, it added yeah. this really lovely um, mother daughter. Yeah.
0: It was a really good motivation to show like why she would send the letter. Oh, yeah, I was just yeah. talking to my daughter about this. Maybe it is time. So mm-hmm. I was one of the changes I was okay with. I really liked that uh sylvia drops in instead of the next yeah. morning during yeah. it i thought that that was good kathy bates was hilarious awesome. oh my god she's
2: another one that's just like utterly perfection and like everything uh-huh. <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> i just love kathy bates i yeah. love uh, she can do no wrong
1: as far as i'm concerned yeah yeah no, and that, that was great i did um it mentions i think in the book anyway that uh, margaret's birthday is march 8th and i was like oh That's International Women's Day. I wonder if that was intentional, but I just Googled it and that didn't start until
0: 1975, so. Oh, maybe maybe that's why they they Margaret. Yeah, maybe that's why they (laughs) picked the day. I mean, (laughs) I'm just going to go with that. Let's just start that rumor and go with it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, one line that I was also secretly glad they kept in when uh Sylvia shows up and she's like, "This is Mr. Binnaman," and he goes, "Rhymes with cinnamon." <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah, part of me was like, "Oh, that's got to come from the book." That's that's. I know. I, I felt like that is so a lifted so moment.
0: Yep. I loved it so much. It
1: was great.
2: <laughs> yeah, I love this scene in the in the movie that's not in the book of like margaret and the grandmother in bed together yeah, like great. after the the day in the theater like i thought, that was just like such a sweet like just these moments where they sort of built back in yeah the character development and the relate well more the not the character development but like the relationship development mm-hmm. like yeah. it's like such a sweet moment and you're just sort of like oh grandmas
0: yeah. are the best.
1: i love I, I love her and her grandma's relationship it's really i don't fun. think
0: i can complain about anything Anything they changed for the movie, honestly, I don't think so. I loved the scene because that also reminded me of like being that age where she and Janie go to buy the teenage softies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Oh my god, the I being a great piece or... of comedic yeah. timing!
2: I was a little <laughs> yes. bummed that like that <laughs> moment wasn't in the book.
0: Yeah. Um, this fit the uh five minutes in the closet, two minutes in the closet, whatever it is, two minutes in heaven. Uh-huh. And- and spin uh-huh. the bottle. I like that they changed it in the movie that Nancy doesn't get to kiss Phil what's-his-face at all. Yeah, in the yeah she that does yeah, the bottle. Little,
2: They, like, definitely streamlined that scene uh-huh. for the movie, which, again, I think it made sense. It's, like, in a movie, yeah. you want to cut down the amount of characters yeah. you have. Yeah. Like, I think the way they sort of reframed that scene, like, worked for me, yeah. I was like, when I got to that point in the book, I was like, oh, this is a little more complicated.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Like a but lot of unnecessary
2: cool. stuff that I
1: was like, oh. yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, just thinking about what came from Judy Bloom's own life, like, there was a conversation in the part that I saw of the documentary where she's talking with a friend, and apparently they did have a crush on the same boy at one point in time, and they would both go out with him and then compare notes on, like, how many yeah. kisses each of them had and stuff. So that felt like very much pulled. She, Judy Blume also said that she herself lied about getting her period when she was in like, yes. sixth grade mm. so it's was like okay so that little thing about Nancy like she herself
0: did well that was her first his... real book I mean she had the other ones but this is the one that she this was what her yeah. second or third one that she like was like all right I I am writing this book and based on yeah how just like really found her that voice age. yeah yeah oh, I love it so much yeah Anything else with the movie? Um, I'm sure we'll also we have a lot of feedback that I'm yeah. sure we'll I'm sure we'll be talking about it, especially when we get to Mets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just great. Five stars would see again. Yeah,
0: yeah, totally. We'll see again. Yes, um, I, I will see it again too. I'm yeah. very glad that I also own this book, which yeah. I will give to one of my nieces someday. Yeah. <laughs> or my kids. Hurry I'm, up. I'm yes. I'll yeah. be like, hey, you guys liked one of those fudge books you liked? Well, yeah. I got one for you, eighth grader, yeah. <laughs> totally. seventh grader, sixth grader, whatever you, she's in. Yeah. Uh, I love that she, uh, so she had said in the documentary that she never wanted to really base any of her characters on mm. her kids to not invade their privacy, but her son, her kids were much older when she wrote the fudge books. And she based a lot of it on her son, but he was, like, early 20s and, like, dating at the time. So mm-hmm. everyone he dated would just be like, oh, so I'm dating Fudge? <laughs> <laughs> so when I told Jay that, he was like, but did he really eat the turtle? And I was like, I don't, I don't think we <laughs> talk about that in a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> that might just be fiction. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Um, but anyway, yeah, let's take a quick break. Um, and then we will come back and do feedback. All right, we're back. We're ready to hear what everybody else thought about the movie. Are you there, audience? It's time for feedback. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. The joke didn't work the second time. Um, <laughs> we're going to start off with a voicemail for Maggie. Here we go.
3: Hey Amanda, Shandy, and Colleen. It's Maggie with my Are You There God? It's me, Margaret. Book. Um, feedback. Because I have not had a chance to watch the movie. I hope to watch it before the episode comes out or I will wait and watch it because I really do want to watch the movie. So I had never read the book until just recently, which is really weird because I love Judy Bloom. I read all the fudge books and actually like one of my favorite books from a kid is a Judy Bloom. It's called just as long as we're together. It's about three friends. Um, I actually have it downstairs. I've been thinking about re- rereading it since I read Margaret. Um, and the, and the sequel. So I don't know how I never read Are You There, Goddess Me, Margaret. I guess because I wasn't waiting on my period to start because it started when I was like 10. Um, so like, I guess I was probably more the person like Laura, the character, you know, in, her, in, in Margaret's class. That probably was more me than Margaret. So that may be why I never read it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I really thought it was interesting how Margaret was kind of searching for her faith. um, And her parents were sort of kind of not there. Um, It was just, yeah, it was, I really enjoyed the book. I was really glad to read it. It was a very quick read. And I'm trying to think, yeah, I just liked the friendships and, you know, teenage girls um, are fun and (laughs) put, put yourself back in that headspace, which I mean, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to be a teenage girl again. It's kind of bonkers and crazy, but so yeah, I um have heard really good things about the movie. Excited to see that, and can't wait to hear what you think. I will talk to you later. Bye bye,
1: Maggie. We are on the same page. You're here, here about just as long as we're together. Also, so yes.
0: I don't remember reading that one.
1: It's worth reading.
0: Well, I think now I'm going to pull up the Libby app and see what they have for Judy Bloom, and uh, you know,
1: and have some fun. Post.
0: Yeah, yeah, have some fun. The speed is sick. Um. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yes, I did a Lady Gaga quote. Sorry, um, <laughs> Maggie. Yeah, I'm with you with being brought back to the headspace.
3: <laughs> um, yes. All right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the feedback. I can't wait to hear what you thought about the movie, which I guess we should uh, mention now. We have already recorded, so we're not recording together again until uh, Tuesday, June 6th, is it? We actually pre recorded already two episodes with the Real Weird Sisters. So stay tuned for those over the next couple of weeks. Um, and then we will be back. Um, on june 6th so you have a couple of weeks to see the movie and and get your feedback in anybody out there listening to this all right our next bit of feedback is a very long email from matt which makes me a little nervous that (laughs) we are not going to agree again i've got a little anxiety matt i admit
1: i know because Um, saying uh saying this was they were both awesome i loved them and i'm sure you all did too doesn't take <laughs> <laughs> me oh my god! Oh I
0: can't. <laughs> okay. Oh boy. Uh, let's just get to the email and hear what he has to think.
1: Okay, Matt writes in with a y t g i m m feedback, which took me a second, but it's cool. yeah. Are right, either guys me, Mark?
0: I gim Kim.
1: Hey, rods. It may be hard to believe, but I don't remember reading any Judy Blume growing up. Maybe there was a stupid, I don't want to read girl books bias that I've obviously outgrown, so I decided to check out the audiobook of Are You There God It's Me Margaret in preparation for this month's special show. I can't say I got a whole lot out of it, however, uh, who gives a fuck? The book isn't really for me, but I'm glad it exists and has touched countless readers in the other half. Uh, in in the over half a century since it came out, as Holy well. Holy shit!
0: Should... Yeah, Has it been
1: yeah. Putting it that way, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I
1: 80, know the 1970s 70. was not 30 years ago. Turns no. out it was no. actually 50 was. years. Ago. 80, <laughs>
0: yeah. 90, 100. Yeah. 2010. <sighs> yeah.
1: yeah, half century. Uh, so yeah. Um, Plus three. As well- Yeah, plus two. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. Let it sink in.
1: Just let it it realization it's gonna come in
0: a few waves. Just let it just let it wash. Exactly. I kind of feel like somebody like did that thing where like, you know, uh put like something cold on my head and it's like now like creeping down. Mm -hmm.
1: Just let it wash over you like the orgasms in forever.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Matt doesn't feel that good though.
1: No, 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 I'm not different kind.
0: Yeah. It's not going bottom up, it's going up down, and that doesn't feel great. Which is, it's never the same.
2: It's just not the same feeling.
0: No. Always go bottom up. Always go bottom the up. The one time you can go, ass to mouth. You're all welcome. I'm very warm right now. <laughs> oh, boy. oh
1: boy. Anyway, what was Matt saying? Matt was saying. The book isn't really for me, but I'm glad it exists and has touched countless readers in the over half a century since it came out, as well as helped establish what eventually became <laughs> YA. Plus, yes. anything to piss off the bad book's assholes. Yes. I gotta say, Matt, this is starting out strong. Yes. Uh, I also saw the film, which I loved. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, it just shows it, was my- nice
0: film, <laughs> it was a nice film,
2: dear. It was a nice film.
1: It just shows how timeless and universal the themes of the book are. While I wasn't a tween girl, I also wondered about when I would hit those milestones of puberty, compared myself to other guys, how they were doing, trying to figure out tricks to jumpstart those changes and believing the kids who were lying about the changes in some cases, not to mention all the other topics like religion and figuring out deeper meaning in life for the first time. The film covers yes. a lot of ground and does so well. Abby Ryder Fortson uh, does a great job as Margaret. And to make us all feel old, Heath Ledger has been dead longer than she's been alive.
0: It's an, that's an
1: interesting. That's
2: a, weird, that's a weird choice to place us in time. <laughs>
1: Well, we have talked a lot about Heath Ledger in some of our previous episodes have on been... special. T- well, I mean, 10 things I hate about you.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Way to, way to bring it back home. Heath Ledger died in 2007, <laughs> right? And she was born in 2018, March 14th, almost on the same birthday. Wait, not 2018. Wait, no, she can't have been born in twenty. No, nope, sorry. 2008. She there was in Ant Man okay. and the Wasp. in okay. 2018.
1: Okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she, she's young, she but
0: who? The most mature three-year-old I've ever seen. <laughs> Actually, not even three. But she'd be like six. <laughs> she even beats Alex. Yeah. Who let? Oh, I, speaking of the topic of God, Alex is very like he has his opinions, and it's hard to change them. Which we're working on, not like to stifle him, but like you know some things that you know I'm like you're just you're 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 incorrect um mm-hmm. and you know you're you're gonna go to school and people are, you know not like like the equivalent of like the earth is flat kind of stuff you know like mm. five-year-old stuff where i'm like mm, you're wrong but okay good for you for thinking of this through uh but one of the thing is he is convinced that god even though we go to church a few times a year right like very infrequently but he's convinced that god is a woman
1: love it and he
0: will fucking. he's not wrong yeah. about that yeah he will throw down he will he had a fight with my mom at Good <laughs> Friday at Good Friday mass during yes. Good Friday mass, I believe, yes. thereabouts. I love this for him over I, I whether or not too. God was a boy or a girl, and he kept insisting God is a girl. And my mom was like, "No, God's a boy," and he was like, "No, God is not a boy. God is a girl." And my children yesterday morning were fighting about whether god was a boy or a girl at the breakfast table and it was so earnest and cute that i didn't say anything and then finally i stepped in and uh was just like and and i i hadn't even read or seen the movie yet because this happened before both of those but like i was like guys god is in your heart and it can be a boy or a girl or a turtle or whatever you want, you know, your God figure to be like, you know, I was trying to be like, you're both right. I was trying to do the, like, you're both right kind of thing. Mm. Like, and then, you know, I, I give my little speech and got, and, and Alex is like, yeah, but God is a girl. <laughs> <I'm> like,
2: <laughs> sure. I mean, there is a lot of like progressive um, Protestant church, churches that now say like mother, father, yeah instead of prayers instead of like you know
0: it's sort of like yeah we don't really know you see catholics can't do that because mother would then just be the blessed mother mary (laughs) right like they were already kind of covering it but they still kind of made her like subjugate to god they were like we know that we probably should have two people but like let's just make Uh, one slightly less (laughs)
1: like we gotta have multiple multiple figures for people to pray to because because they're coming from polytheistic religions right it's like they want to you know Put ours Maybe. on top of theirs, so we have, right. to, them, we have to throw in a few saints them, and like give a female them things figure. that
0: they but, understand. That things yeah.
1: are Right? It's like you know, uh, the calendar. See, like, we'll, see, we'll, see how pagan make Catholicism? Yeah.
0: No, 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 yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Easter like we will keep yeah. that one. Like they hit like the year 100 A.D. and they were like, or or B.C.E. or C.E. whatever it's called now. They hit like <laughs> year 100 and they like had a focus group and they were like, "How do you feel about like just having God as a man?" And you know, this God uh, character working for you. Somebody. Was just like what, and they were like, "What if you worshipped his mother?" <laughs> Better, worse. How does that feel? let <laughs> try not on. Think about it. You, don't have and to then, you know And then you know because think about it because you know the focus group was like you know ninety nine percent men. They were like, "But she could be a virgin bride." Right, and And they were right. all like, "We're in." I know <laughs> I'm into this idea. Wait, and the other one, she's if... a whore.
1: Okay, we're
0: good. Let's do <laughs> just this. we yeah. yeah. And they were so lazy. They're like, "We'll call them all Mary." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you know. And
0: if we right, run out of Marys, we're wants. gonna call them all the rest of them Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so sorry. Um okay. like wait,
1: you want? To, oh, she's supposed to suckle him. That's like a thing, okay? Because Ooh. that's the there were uh, sculptures of that in in uh, Egyptian religions. Okay, we'll just we'll take that wholesale and make it a. It actually is right. kind
0: of crazy when you like look into the history of religions and how everything kind of borrowed from everything else.
1: Some more than others, but yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. but like s- Christianity still,
1: like, walked in and they're like, "There's this whole established religion called Judaism. We're gonna take their book and we're just gonna like add some chapters and and vilify them and call it a day." And they were we we're gonna cancel a bunch of their first book. <laughs>
2: Take the parts you like. It's a. <laughs> it's like the evolution but we're of breakdancing <laughs> It's like you take the parts you like and you flip it and you reinvent it, and it's a whole new move.
0: Yeah, and then modern day uh, evangelicalism was like, we're gonna take the parts we like. We're gonna cancel the. We're gonna cancel the whole Jesus was a good person thing. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep she the part about how he hated everybody. He wanted yeah. to smite everybody. Yes, <laughs> and you know,
2: murk. So we got to put that in there. Yes. Have that part in there, right? Jesus
1: wasn't big on like countries and and like you know nationalism, but, but that's fine. Jesus that. also
0: wasn't really big on a lot of things that uh, Christians yeah. do nowadays, yeah.
1: right. just you know. Jesus was not big on capitalism. Give away your possessions
0: and follow uh, and yeah, me, right. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. or judging, or whatever. People. That fine. was like a whole yeah. ass commandment sermon thing,
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, <laughs> some of them. It wouldn't some, you'd lose some. Um.
0: Anyway, sorry, Matt's, sorry, 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 sorry. Matt sorry,
1: continues. Sorry,
0: sorry. <laughs> I'm going to edit um, a lot of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, getting back to religion, he said, "Not yeah, not to mention all the other topics like religion and figuring out deeper meaning in life for the first time, which is, I think, what, what brought us down this tangent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kelly Freeman Craig uh, brings the book and its straightforward, compassionate, and non-patronizing ideas to life. Any issues I have fall more into nitpicks. I can definitely see Amanda showing this film and giving this book to Eden and also call Colleen doing the same with her sons to help them understand.
0: I'm gonna Please. read it to them.
1: Those are both things oh, that you, that you said.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh I also recommend the documentary, but I'm sure Shandy probably talked about that and I'm late for the 830 deadline. Hey, Colleen talked about it too because she actually finished it. Mm. Judy Bloom, but I will be finishing it.
0: But you Judy, got to the Pat <laughs> Buchanan part, so you're really exactly, close to exactly. that. Exactly,
1: yeah. Uh, Judy Bloom just seems like a genuinely good person, and it makes her uh, filming at the mouth critics, including a classically trained shithead <laughs> Pat Buchanan, <laughs> devil, look all the more ridiculous. Uh, it'd be like calling Mr. Rogers an asshole. It is too bad the film is underperforming at the box office. Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah, it's like
2: anything that's not a Marvel movie is probably underperforming at the mm. box office. Even but, the you know.
0: Marvel movies are underperforming. Right. Wow, so the Guardians isn't, but um, Ant Man um, underperformed.
2: Well, to be fair, it cost me like almost forty, fifty dollars to go to the movie. So whatever, jeez. you know, jeez, I, yeah, several that's... people's tickets.
1: That's, Ugh, that's Brooklyn.
2: Crazy. Yeah, like, you know, I had to get the yeah. bougie popcorn, and I had to get the well. You wine you do, and you know, so what? It, was, it was life choices again. Did you go and to Alamo? I, just, I don't need to condemn myself here. I didn't go to. Did I you, went to. I went to Nighthawk,
0: which is like okay.
2: Brooklyn's version of Alamo.
0: Okay, because Alamo does that ghee butter, and it is worth the calories and the price. Okay, no, I know. <laughs> so I know. <laughs> I know. Alamo popcorn.
2: Nighthawk is even better.
0: <gasps> Sorry,
2: everybody else in the world, but Nighthawk nice. popcorn, man, is worth it. Oh. I'm so okay. jealous right now. It's so good. It's so good. Next time you come visit, we'll we'll go see a movie. Oh,
0: yes. Let's do that. Okay. I'm going to meet yes. myself because Shandy just wants to finish this. It's <laughs> yeah. true. We're,
2: we're getting late. Awesome. I got to go to bed. Yeah. I'm tired. I have to get up extra early tomorrow.
1: Okay. Uh, chalk it up to coming out during a busy time. Not to mention, some people may still be reluctant to go back to the movies. I hope it finds the audience it deserves to have. See, I can like a female coming of age movie. Now, this is where I would bring up some problematic part of the movie or some weird fact, but directly, I don't have uh, much. Benny Safdie, Margaret's dad, is one of the filmmakers with his brother behind Good Time and Uncut Gems. And one of the producers has been facing some accusations, but that's it. Some people got all upset because Rachel McAdams did a photo shoot with hair under her arms, and I'm sure I can guess that you three would give them a big old uh, oh, fuck you in the face. Yep. <laughs> yes, yeah. yep. I'm sure some of those guys would gladly have her put them in a headlock, assuming she gave that pond scum the time of day. Mm-hmm. Uh, unrelated to this, but I totally forgot during the NNT talk two months ago to mention Melanie Griffith, Griffith's mom, Tippi Hedron, and her husband were into some Tiger King shit in the 70s. Even filming a movie with actual lines of tigers who attacked the cast and crew regularly. But that's a story for another time. Ooh, oh my what? god. Whoa. And that's where he leaves it. Matt. <laughs> <laughs> just like, ran
0: out of time. That's actually <laughs> kind week. of like a Tiger King episode where it literally just the escalates every single time. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, Matt, uh, I'm glad that we um, basically uh, agreed.
0: Yeah. Did you guys all feel like I actually did think that a lot of this movie had now and then vibes? Oh, I don't know if I made that connection,
2: but I, I don't I like this. Like I had- don't disagree with the assessment. I just I don't think I made that connection myself. It
0: felt like it had that same like kind of filter. It opens up with like them doing the summer camp stuff, and well, there's and- certainly yeah,
2: there's certainly some real nostalgia, and it, yeah. it it matches it toe for toe with like the sweet sweet soundtrack. Oh, yes. yes, Really, really some, like, great uh, 70s bops. It doesn't have a teenage Brandon Fraser, though. It does not, so it does have that against it. (laughs) No no film is perfect. Yeah. What can you
3: do? Yeah.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, though, Matt, for that email. I think we answered a lot of it as we went along, much to Shandy's chagrin. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, though. I'm glad you... uh, I'm glad you enjoyed the movie.
2: (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, we got one more email from our dear friend, uh, Mandy. Are you there? Dot, dot, dot. Uh, I read Are You There God as a preteen. I remember highlights of it, so decided to reread before seeing the movie. I reread it a couple weeks before the movie and got Maddie, now 13, as of last weekend. Happy birthday, Maddie. Her own copy to read before seeing it. Uh, She got through chapter five she says she will finish it but was okay to see the movie the book hey as i'm telling you reading half the book seeing the movie and then finishing the book is the way to go but that's just me uh the book and the movie were delightful i loved the relationship between margaret and sylvia yes agreed uh i thought the mom character was much better in the movie agreed Uh, I could see moving to a new town and wanting to join all the PTA committees only to then regret it when making 10,000 stars. Yeah, that was that was probably the one thing that like I sort of get the character, like building of the character. But I feel like that the star storyline just felt really kind of like unnecessary. I could have done without it and like not missed it.
0: I think that it actually went to show her motivation at the end where she was like, you know, I would love to. But I just yeah. don't want to. Yeah.
2: Agreed. I don't know if you kinda, It gave her okay.
0: something to do during the scenes where it was like developing her character. But other than that, like. Yeah. yeah. Like it was fine. It didn't bother
2: me. But like I didn't need it. Yeah. Uh, seeing how they kept true to the book with Margaret trying out different religions on her own was great. If I was her, I would have picked to go with Janie every week. Yeah. I probably would have too. Uh, seeing the movie with Maddie was so wonderful. Uh, she and I both laughed so much at the, we
0: must, we must, we must increase our busts. Which uh, was exactly like I always imagined it.
2: Yeah, yeah, that, that felt pretty on, on point. Uh, randomly, she'll start doing it. And I and only I get the reference. Uh, <laughs> I love that for you guys. Uh, Maddie does uh, disagree about the girls wishing uh, wishing for their periods. She would be happy. she happy to never have gotten hers. Oh, uh, I'm I sure I could go on and on but my words would most likely have already been said by one of you three in the past hour or hour and a half two hours who's who's keeping track anymore uh, so my last note is Nancy is a bitch oh Wendy <laughs>
0: <laughs> what a sentiment to go out on I feel like we're in Stranger Things with all this Nancy talk. <laughs> I know, right?
2: <laughs> like Nancy Wheeler. Like, isn't that like the character in Stranger Things?
0: Yes. Isn't she Nancy Wheeler?
1: Is this one Nancy Wheeler? Yeah. That's her last name? Yes. Holy shit.
0: I think Shania and I both just took to Google. We were like, Nancy <laughs> I, Wheeler- t- I took it to old school Google. Yeah, aka the on. book. Yeah, I will double check that
2: I, I love how I really emphatically said that. And I'm like, wait, okay, uh, Nancy
0: Wheeler is definitely. No, it's Nancy. Holy shit. They're both Nancy Wheeler. Ah! Wow. Whoa. Wow. Because
2: that was my point of reference. I was like, like Stranger Things? <laughs>
0: wow. Do you think the Duffer Brothers read this book and knew? Why has nobody pointed this out until uh, now? Yeah, I like don't know. why have we gotten like eight years into Stranger Things <laughs> and not recognized this people- until right now? Well, you know
1: what? Here's what I would say to Mandy. Um, Nancy Wheeler gets better, apparently. Mm. <laughs> you know? Yep.
0: Yeah, you know. So does that mean Gretchen or Nan or Margaret or Janie are Barb?
1: Oh, Gretchen
0: is totally a barb. Yeah, Gretchen's a
2: barb. That's, uh, uh, yeah. Thanks, Mandy, for the email.
0: Anyway, thank you so much, Mandy. I am excited to hear what happens, uh, what Maddie thinks when she finishes reading the book. So you have a couple of weeks to, like, let her finish it and let us know. Um, All right. uh, On that note, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for all the feedback. We're very excited to talk about this. As you can tell, thank you all so much. Thank you to the patrons, especially the ones that contribute a certain level. And that we be Eckhart Rigner, Maggie, the magnificent Joanne with a plan and Ed, the creepy poopy head mill If you have any feedback, the broadcasters three at female.com or give us a call three, three, one, two, seven, six, two, three, seven, three. We would love, I, I feel like I speak for everyone. When I say we would love to talk about this more. <laughs> so, uh, we, uh, as of right now, and you'll hear this, uh, you know, in the next week's episode, maybe where we do not have a announcement for what we are going to talk about in June. So I don't know. We may take June off. That may be uh to be continued.
2: Oh but God, something uh else. some I feel like something always pops up.
0: We'll we'll so, something always pops up. Exactly. I wanna watch Yellow Jackets regardless, I hope. I think. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just
2: not a show that can be rushed. I feel like if we all try and binge through it, it's just
0: not gonna be good for anybody's mental health. That's a good point. Um, anyway, all right. Thanks, though, everybody, for that. Thank you, Shandy, for staying up late. <laughs> I have a great trip, both of you, and I can, I'll miss you, and I will uh, see you all in June. <laughs> uh, it's going to be great.
2: It'll be great. It's like we're all going, it's like we're going away to summer camp, and we're going to come back, and we're going to hear about everybody's uh, summers. Yeah.
0: I wonder who's tour. going to send a postcard saying they got it. <laughs> Okay, i hope it's me <laughs> yeah no seriously though you guys better send me postcards saying i got it that's all well, i, I like now no, i
1: have
0: to i know i, I love, love that you have to <laughs> all right on that note everybody thank you so much we will uh see you soon on that note my name is colleen my name is amanda and i'm shandy Bye, everybody bye, bye.